You're listening to Games from the Cellar, the board gaming podcast featuring authentic board gaming conversations. Tonight I was joined by John, Chris, and Sam playing the brand new game from Days of Wonder, Heat, Pedal to the Metal. So unfortunately, Adrian's not available today, so I'm going to do my best to give you the designer creds, and here they are. So Heat, Pedal to the Metal, was designed by Asker Harding Grenard and Daniel Skjold Peterson. I think I did all right there, right? Sure. Anyway, readily available in 2023. Already, it has an 8.2 rating with 5,500 ratings and is ranked 139 overall. It's too early to tell if it'll win any awards, but my money is on yes. It's a 1-6 to six player light to medium weight racing game that should play in about 30-60 to 60 minutes. So thank you for joining us in the cellar as we go in-depth with Heat, Pedal to the Metal. All right, so we got heat on the table. First time. First time. This is uh, this is a new game. Uh, mm-hmm. Notably, a new game that John has paid for full price. Did you kickstart <laughs> this one, John? I, you know, I don't. I don't know if I don't think this was even a Kickstarter. No, I purchased this at a local retailer. So I I did it the old fashioned way. Yeah, I don't think this was a Kickstarter. Yeah, and this was this was a little bit. It was getting a little bit hard to get, and I kind of moaned about that on the Discord site of a local game store, and they came back literally two minutes later and said, "I think we got a copy." I'm like, "Well, can you check?" And they said, "Yep, we got one." So they set it aside for me. The next day, I ran out and I got it. So I got heat. A which lot of people of our, are looking this for right now, but they're due to reprint it, so it's not going to be. Which of yet. our local game stores have a Discord? Um, that's it's it's more common than you might think. This is um, Third Eye Comics or whatever it is, no. or what's that one down there? It's no, the one in Savage. It's the no, one it's in Savage Mill, which uh, is Omni. It is Omnihedral. Omnihedral is the name of it out in Savage right. Mill, Maryland. It's uh, the it's, infinite sided dice, or the all facing, all knowing sided dice. Yes. I've ever been. It's so, like, it's like exactly midway between Annapolis, Baltimore, and Washington yeah. D.C. But John's not a huge fan of Kickstarter. So I really did not think that he kickstarted this one. It's I'm I'm a huge fan of giving somebody money and them handing me a game immediately. I just feel good doing it that way. So that's why I want this. And this is a Days of Wonder game, and I don't think Days of Wonder does anything with kickstarting. I think they just sell games, and that's what I did. So I got this game. So anyway, yeah, they make really nice games with really good presentations and fairly decent rule sets, and then they yeah say, hey, guess what? You can buy this. So yep. John, it's why crazy. did you want to buy this game? You know, I like racing games, and uh, one of the questions I ask is a lot of people were saying, hey, this is kind of a neat racing game, and one question I ask is, okay, are you playing a driver, or are you playing a syndicate where you're building a team and that kind of stuff? Because I like driving games. I want to be the guy in the car driving the car, and everybody came back and said, oh, no, this is, this is a driver's game. And it is, so that's a good. that was a good fit for me. And I got a chance to get it on the table and just kind of play around with it a little bit. Yes, Chris? Sorry. Was the question ever asked, will this piss Sam off? That question was not asked. We, okay. will, not, we, we weren't to that yet, but thank you. Not even quietly to myself. But um, it's the, the nice part about it is this plays very quickly. This is not a big, long, complicated game. We're not going to be playing the you know Formula D can go on and on and on. This is not going to do that to you. This is going to kind of rock and roll. You're going to get around the lap. You're going to get around two laps real quick. Promises, so, promises. Uh, we'll find out in just a minute. So um, fundamentally, it's, there's no dice in this game. You're playing cards. You pick the cards you want to play. You play as many as you want based on what gear you decide to put your car in. You get around the track. You just can't go too fast when you go around the turns, just like in real racing. So you're all set to go. Um, You have to manage the heat that your car starts overheating after a while. So you do need to manage that. Um, A couple of 
uh, I guess I'll call them clever mechanics. And there's even the ability to kind of do a little bit of deck building where you get to draft a new card into your deck. But that's something that we can talk about after we're done here. So like a quote-unquote full game is playing three different races where you draft cards in between? Yes. Or is a full game one race? The basic game is grab the cards that they recommend in the starting rules, play your game, play your race, you're done. Now you've learned how to play. The full game is three races with a draft in front of each one of them. Okay. Yeah. And John, tonight, are we doing the full game or are we just doing one race? I don't know. I think Let's see how the first race we're goes gonna do one and we'll race. figure it out. Yep. And depending on how that goes, we may do the other two, yeah. but one race at least. So 20 minutes ago, John and I were sitting here, or I was at least, exactly like you two are, going, how in the world does this work? And we played two turns, and it was, we were playing. I we read we the, both understood it was pretty simple I, mechanics. I read the rules before I showed up. Yeah, I've also read the then rules. Then why did you need to see the rule book once you showed up? Make sure we were playing by the official rules? No, no, uh, John like, hadn't changed. No, that's just, that's that's just like Sam's thing. rule books. Sam is very comfortable with a rule book in his hand or his lap. He just, he likes to cuddle the rule books. I do. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like a he security thing. Real intimate with the rule book. You know? It's what they're for. It, it could be drugs or women. As addictions go, that's a pretty solid choice as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, Sam's read the rule book. I've read the rule book. When this, oh, okay, so we're all set. When this came I out, I had never read the rule book, and I think I know the rules. I'm pretty sure John touched the rule book at some point. Yeah. I did indeed touch the rule book at some point. So when the the announcement for this came out, you know, that's when I read the rules. I watched a couple of the the review videos or the preview videos. I was going to get this if John didn't. Um, I just feel like this was a game that would be perfect for our group. Uh, it's got the racing for John. It's got the kind of deck hand management that that I'm a fan of. And then who cares what Sam wants? He's going to play whatever we tell him. Um, so and Chris like doesn't Chris even game. rate a mention. Well, I mean, Chris plays everything. He's very Chris is going to win. He's very agreeable. <laughs> He'll play whatever we put on the table. Yeah, I haven't heard Chris say he dislikes a game. Well, yeah, that's Imper- a good Imper- point. Imperial Settlers. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you were doing. You well, still you gave know. it a seven. That's true. All right, so barring Imperial Settlers, I don't think I've ever heard Chris say that he doesn't like a game. So, you know. Everybody's happy. I think everyone's going to be happy with this one. Yeah. So, you know what? Let's let's stop with the hypotheticals. Let's get down to play. Let's put the mics down. Let's get this played. All right. All right, so let's talk about heat. Wait, I think I'm still out on the track. Oh. <laughs> the lights are out. Chris is still driving. He's got guys are still long ago somebody left with the cup. He's uh he's got a small flame coming out of his radiator. That's why yeah. they call it heat. Yeah. Yes, so the game's do. over. Steven won quite handily. Well, pretty handily, yeah. Quite handily. You you had you had a turn to spare. Nobody and finished on the same turn as around him. past That's that true. finish yes. line. So yeah. 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 I mean, what did I go? Seven, nineteen? No, seventeen. The last turn. Yeah, you you cleared and it you with a like distance. ten or something. Yeah, yeah. so you, so, you, you were good, and that's fine. And to clarify, we played the intro game, and it not took a lot us, of extra rules. Right, not a lot of extra rules. There's four of us, and we and we finished in what was it, an hour and nineteen. Okay, you know, for the first game, uh, I think. You know, honestly, I I think we kind of jumped into it pretty. 
pretty readily. Pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. pretty smooth. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. When, when I tried this out myself just to get le- a learning game under me, I, I made a fairly big mistake with the rules that kind of made the game really play weird because it had some follow-on effects this time i think we got just about everything right um we for a little while we were missing the rule with the cooldown for the for the gimme spot but other than that um every, everything i i think we we nailed it everything works yep. working the way and it's supposed to i really wanted to figure out what happens when you do spin out we I figured found that out pretty early. You did. I think you found out real early. <laughs> yeah, and I spun out too. And did you spin out just the once or did you just, spin out Just twice? the once. Yeah, I spun out just once too. And we and we finished third and fourth. So yeah. I'm thinking that perhaps that's not a good strategy, Chris. Well, we should stop doing that. Stephen and I were one space away from spinning out in that last corner. Yeah, and, and to be fair, we were not terribly far behind. No, I it's mean, if not... Stephen had pulled a four instead of a three. Which I wouldn't have done because I had, well... Chances were very slim Chances because very I had slim. two fours you had in my two hand. in your hand. Already but if you it. had... And that's why I took that calculated it risk. It would have thrown things off. It was a very yeah. calculated risk. Kudos. Yeah. I was doing my best to... Knowing that once I got out of that corner, I was trying my best to hold on to my fours and fives so yeah. I could just scream just across right. the finish line. So we were playing on the British map where once you get through that little serpentine patch, you've got just forever to go before you hit your next turn. And then that turn is at speed 10. So you can just rip around that corner of the track. And yeah. one of the mechanics of the game is you end up with, with you get these heat cards and they get stuck in your hand so they aren't any good for you. So you need to find a way to burn those off. When you're moving at speed one or two, you have the ability to burn those cards off. So when you're down and through that serpentine part and stuff like that where you need to be moving more slowly anyway, that allows you to burn that heat off. When you get out into that open space, that's where you want to just be playing all your high number cards. You want to be up speed three or four. What was the name of the other ones that you got? Stress cards. The stress cards. Yeah. Yeah. When you spin out, you get two additional ones in AF5. Yeah. We got two additional it was two. So I, you have five now in your Oops. hand. Oops. We did get a rule wrong, or at least I got a rule wrong because oh, I took three. You took three. So I had five of them in my hand going mm-hmm. into that twisty turny thing, right. and I had to play the cards that were in my hand. So right. I was getting heat, and I was getting that, and there's no right. option. You, you cannot discard yeah. those cards. In the you, base version. But you can play them, but then you draw another card. You don't know what right. your speed's going to be. And exactly. when you have to go three across the line, so, so it adds you can't risk play because that. it adds unpredictability yes. to how you play. And that's and see, sort of the nature of the game. So if, if you play very conservatively, you know what you're doing. It's going to happen. You got some control. The minute you start pushing your luck, which you kind of have to do if you want to win, you got to push your luck in this game. That's when things start getting a little bit more difficult. You have to start playing those cards that bring random cards up into your play when you're when you're when you're getting around yeah. the track. Yeah. So you were talking about using your low speed to dump heat in that real tight serpentine Mm -hmm. where my strategy was to have all of my heat back on my board. So I had it to spend while in that serpentine. Yeah, You wanted to dump your heat. So right after and right before like the, the, Two turns before the serpentine started was when I was going slow. Right, because you've got you've got you've got, and there is some space there because there's, there's that early turn on the British track that you you are. It's very likely you're going to get down to speed two. Yeah, anyway. I mean yeah. that that last uh, the last go around the track, I went from last place. I think I actually jumped into first place for a round. Yes, just just um, enough to ruin it for you. Just enough yeah. to ruin it for me because I went through two turns at once. And I had the heat to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the heat to do anything else, but I held on to second place. Yeah, because um, I I had burnt all of my heat getting out of the serpentine by going through. Yeah, mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. And so then, 
Okay, so and then I knew that I wasn't ever going to dump it again, so I just went up to four. You just could just yeah. run it, yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the the two parts of the game that I think are, if I can call it controversial, is the I go last, therefore I get to dump heat for free and get a free space for absolutely no reason whatsoever. John does not like ketchup mechanics. I mean, it seems pretty arbitrary to me. Yeah, it's so like thematically. If you watch F1, which is what this is based off of, like how thematically is the person in 20th place getting an extra like adrenaline boost? Yeah. Yeah. It just, I mean, to me, it's like you should drop back because obviously you're not driving. I don't don't know. I just, I find it, I found it a little ridiculous. It's a catch up mechanic. It is a catch up mechanic. mechanic. I don't, that's basically what it was about. I don't mechanics. I thought it was fine. Sure, and it doesn't honestly, have a thematic justification, but I felt like it was a strong mechanic, and I felt like it added to the, the gameplay. And honestly, I didn't feel like... I mean, I never had to use it, but just watching you guys use it, I didn't think it made that much of a difference anyway. No, it did. Because it's a onesie, but you do It's get a to onesie, dump and then you get to dump the heat, so... Yeah. You, and that one free space, and then you get to do the slipstreaming, right. does help, because you don't have to calculate right. exactly yeah, where somebody it, it else is going to be. It gives you... A little bit more wiggle room where you can try and stay with the pack. And could perhaps move you from last place to first place when you include the slipstream with it because the people in the back get to slipstream and the people in the front don't. Yeah. So the other the other item so so I'm I'm on the fence with that. It's okay, but I, I wouldn't have included it if I had done it that way. The the and then the other one is the slipstream where you must move to and at times, frankly, it's not necessarily an advantage to be in first place in this game. In fact, really the only time it's an advantage of being in first place in this game is when you're crossing the finish line because you are giving everybody behind you a, a I don't agree up. with that always because it's an advantage if you're across a line, then somebody has to, because it adds speed to them as well. So if you make it past a turn and you're getting somebody, they're going to have to take some heat to get in, around in well, front so of you. So slipstreaming well, doesn't add to your speed. But right. it can um, put you across another It could put corner. you over the line. Right. But that's, as more often than not, that's a big advantage, not a disadvantage. It allows you to weasel across the line. So it's, it's giving the people that are farther back some pretty plush benefits. It, it is another catch And, and frankly, mechanic. and historically, F1 doesn't really do very well with slipstreaming. So it's, I'm, I'm not sure exactly. Well, but it's, it's, it's again, it's, it's a way to tighten up the pack. And, and I'm, I'm always a big fan of, hey, give me a level playing field. And, you know, if I suck up the joint, that's my business. All right, I didn't do as well. And I came in a distant third in this, in this race because I spun out. And, you know, that's what happens when you spin out. Yeah, so, so I think... I think thematically the catcher mechanics might not make 100% sense. 100% sense. But I'm fine with that because I thought they added to the gameplay, right? I mean, I'm not normally a huge fan of racing games. I enjoyed this one because there was kind of a, a rubber banding effect for the back of the pack, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you were in the back, you, may, you might get the freebie space if you were actually in last, and you probably were going to be able to slipstream and kind of keep up, right? I mean, you guys, like Chris and John, were in last, but you weren't like a distant third. You were a turn behind well, coming Steven out of the super tight serpentine. A full turn before you two. And then you two finish the race. Yeah, that was just the end of the game. And then we that was, no, we that now was, take the last turn. So oh, I'm I, still technically out on the track. You turn the lights off, and I'm still sitting right. there. Right. Well, you know, it's, but, it's, it's 30 seconds me. behind but, in a but, real But the cars so were still reason. close enough together that interaction was a concern, right? Like the, the turn before Steven won, he and I were jockeying for position going around the corner. 
I'm just I'm just thinking that's in a game that plays as quickly as this. I and and frankly, this was our first game. This was a learning game. I get the feeling if we played a second time, we'd be punching this out ten or fifteen minutes faster because you guys had to keep waiting for me to remember to move my gear and get my cards laid down and everything else. I think the the only hang up I had was the barrier the barrier to entry to learn the iconography was was really high with this. Yeah, I agree. I think with yeah. repeated plays. Well, but you can argue It'll, that about anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the, the other thing, and, I think, that's, if you and that's read all German I'm enough, you'll, you'll learn how yeah. to speak well, see, German, too. I'm, I'm speaking to what you're saying. Yeah. The next few times we play, we'll probably knock 10, 15 right, minutes right. off. We'll get through that. Because yeah. we've learned the iconography, and we can kind of parse it easier. Right, and I don't mind when iconography is, is hard to parse, right? it's It can be confusing, whatever. If it's helpful, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't know that this was helpful. Yeah, I don't think yeah, it was right? helpful. So, yeah. I get what you, so to that point, if it's hard to parse, are you, are you actually translating it properly? So like we were looking at some of the, the icons and it's like, okay, here is a trash can with an X on it. Does that mean we can never discard this card? Can this card not go into the discard pile? And what it actually means is it can't be discarded from your hand. Into the discard pile. Into In a the very discard specific pile. step because it, that rule is broken in the advanced rules. Yeah, and so it just, it kind of, so that's one example. There's other examples so, about so how. Frankly, so frankly, there are yeah. nine steps over the course of the, the turn, right? On your turn, you do nine different things, um, which sounds like a lot, because nine is a, is a pretty big number of discrete steps that you take during your turn. My problem with, with Heat, and with a, a whole bunch of games, it's not just Heat, is it's an inflated number. One of those steps is you draw up to seven. And the other one, it's one is the one before it is discard as many cards from your hand as you want. Right. And then the next step is draw up to seven. Right. I get it because this is days of wonder. And then you and have you have choose your speed, and then the next step is play that many cards. Play that many cards. So this is days of wonder. And days of wonder is a company that above above all else tries to make family weight games, and I think. In an effort to keep this family friendly, they broke it down into all those extra steps to make it so that it's very difficult to skip those and little steps. No, and I, I get that. So, like for us, we could look at it and say, okay, there's actually five steps. Yeah, but if if that if you go to like Target and pull this all the shelf as like a birthday present, and this is like the first game you buy. Okay. You might need those. You don't want to be so, looking at like so, step one, part A so or whatever. You're, you're missing the cross-purpose problem with that is you're breaking it into nine steps so that each step is nice and atomic and more straightforward. But then the board that tells you what those steps are is all arrows and circles and little yes. symbols and yeah. stuff like that. And so they, what they're doing is they're cross-purposes with yeah. each other. I, so yeah. they're, they're trying to have it both ways. And, yeah, and, is, and it, it is it cheat sheet? fine break it down on into an atomic level whatever right but when you're putting it into icons especially like stylized thematic look at the car dashboard yeah icons mm -hmm. it it's hard to read yeah um so that's i think challenge. they could have been clearer like very simple and then you could look into that kind of remind you it's like okay if i'm doing a boost then show me a symbol of a boost i don't need to see all the yeah, that was the other thing. It's like sometimes the only symbol in there is the heat icon mm -hmm. and then like the cooling icon. And it's like, okay, so is this the step where I 
cool, but why is the heat icon there? And it's like, is there a heat step that I'm missing? Or is it telling me to like remove heat because I'm cooling? It was just, it's, yeah, the it was kind of weird. The heating and the cooling, I think they overcomplicated. They should have had one symbol with plus one and minus one on it, or plus two and minus two, no, and I then just use color. I, I'm and, not... And that would, well, have, that, that would have removed some of the load for the stuff that you have. I, I, I'm not I, sure I agree with that. I, I liked the, the little fire symbol for heat and the blue thermometer for cold. I think that's fine. Yeah, that I mean, that to me is okay. It was just that combination of symbols with no real explanation as to it's, why they're both there. Yeah, it did make Because having the cooling symbol means you take one of the heats out of your hand. Mm-hmm. And so why do you have the little heat symbol? I don't know. So why it, not have a single symbol? Well, that's what I'm saying. Different well, so that's, it's because, <laughs> it's because that's, that step was actually where you get to use all of the icons you have on your turn. That's why there were no, three. My, no, my, my, my point is that heat symbol is all over the place in the game, and the yeah. cool symbol is all over the place. And not all over, but in, in multiple places, and they, they could have reduced that. I, just, I, I mean, the name I, of the game is heat. The name of the it game is. is heat. I think the problem is right, like... We're going to stop this because okay, we're, we're going stop. too far on this. Yeah. All right. All that to say, I think both of them should be there, just not in the same spot and, together. And, anyway. And, and to be fair, I, I know for a fact that people that are responsible for the rule book and the likes are doing a rewrite. So, so version two of this game is going to have uh, hopefully a more clear description of a lot of the symbols that they have. I mean, I thought the rules were fine. It's just the board was confusing. All right. So, you know, all right. Now that I'm thinking about what you're saying in the rule book, we didn't really see this. There's the whole concept of the inside and the outside line. Yeah, that was a mess. And so in that, I recall there being an issue in the rule book. So yeah. they're going to clarify that. We didn't really mess with that because I don't think it really mattered for us so we never, much. I don't think we ever had anybody. We, uh, it was a couple places where somebody tied, but it's just if you're closer to the racing line, then you're in yeah, first. So, yeah. so I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I was making sure we were putting the cars in the right place. Yeah, that seemed like a pretty so basic it's just, one and, and, and those are the kinds of things. I mean, they're little misses. And, and I'll be honest with you, we've talked in the past, when we talked about uh, team manager, we talked about Blood Bowl team manager, one of the things we talked about is really good development. The rules are clear. The symbiology is clear. Everything that is on that board makes sense. It's intuitive. It just runs. And in this game, there are places where you say, no, I have to stare at this board, figure out where that race line is. And once you find it, you're good. Yeah. But there is that pause to do that. And that's that's the kind of thing where I, I, I did have to take like 15 seconds to find the stinking line every time I looked at the board. So the one thing I will say, going back to team manager and development, we didn't really have to like look up for any rule clarifications other exactly. than the symbols. No, yep. it was pretty so, straightforward. Yep. I mean, the game itself so it can be done. This the game functions very well. It's just the symbols kind of get in the way. Yeah, but well, not, oh, you mean for heat? For heat, yeah. For heat, yeah. The symbols got in the way a little bit. Not, not, I mean, but I never. We were never like, well, wait a minute. What does this card mean? Let's go to the glossary. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we were playing the basic game where the cards have virtually no symbols on. Yeah, them. I was. But I looked through game. the advanced ones, and yeah. like, frankly, I looked not even looking at the advanced rules. I knew exactly what the cards yeah. I, did. I looked at, at so I didn't look at the cards. I looked at the advanced rules, and they had a little glossary where they showed all the symbols. Yeah. And those but, all seemed really straightforward. Uh, except those are the ones they're getting all the questions on, and they're uh, redoing I mean, that I, page because okay. it is insufficient. So that's that's what I'm saying. And and I and I, I get it. And second printing on this thing is due like any day now. And I get the feeling that the new rule book is you're going to turn that one in and get another one. No, 
You got to print it out. And, you like, know, it took me all that time to get everything out of that insert so I could throw the insert away. This game is now perfect. I got my Ziploc bags. I got everything piled into the box. Room to spare in case they do an expansion. It's perfect. I saw him. He held it up to his ear and shook it really loud just to make sure everything settled properly. I want a nice solid rattle in there. That's right. <laughs> and that's how that's how board games should be. Exactly. Yikes. I want to be able to rattle my board game and have it be silent. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Well, I mean, it's, it's the whole Apple. It's the unboxing video era of the game must delight me when I open the lid. And it's like, so well, I that's still remember. That's so I still remember when we played the Dark Souls board game. I don't think I played with any of you guys, uh, but opening the lid is a delight because you open the lid up and there's just a black page that says you died on top, <laughs> okay, which is that's funny. Which that's is great. Story. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Getting back to heat. Steven, you back won. So, uh, yeah, I did win. And, you know, I do like this game. I guess we're going to throw it to the BGG ranking thing, right? We'll use BGG's ranking? Yes. Yeah, I, mean, if we I mean, if we have it's, it's to. It's one to ten, right? That's that's where we go with this. You're holding so, the gun to my head, but okay. So, heat is a game that it's a lot of fun. It's real pretty to look at. And... You know, I like games that are deck building and have a hand management element to it. And that's what Heat is. Yeah, it is a racing game, but in essence, I think it's really like a, a, a deck card hand management game. Because, like I said, I think the secret to my success was being able to manage what cards I had in my hand at certain stages in the track. And then managing my heat, which a lot of people, I think, at first blush think is just something to junk up your deck. But when in actuality, it's it's actually a resource to be used. Yep. Right. And so I think the interplay between using the heat resource and holding on to cards for certain aspects of the board, it, it, it just it really clicked with me and I had a lot of fun with it. So in the end... The heat gets a seven for me because it hits all the things that I like in games. And then, you know, the, the F1 was kind of an added bonus. All right. So Sam, you were second. I was second. So I, I do have to say heat, uh, is definitely one of the games of all time. It's a game of all it time. It is a game. Yes. So I enjoyed heat. Um, I wasn't sure I would. I, you know, it's a racing game. Those Sam don't like racing games. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> I, I don't, don't like racing, racing games. Game. Why do you make me play these stupid games? Know, it's like the voices in my head have access to microphones. Mm-hmm. Um, Carry on. But, but you I, liked this one. I did enjoy it. You know, it was it was nice. It wasn't it wasn't pure racing. So I don't normally like racing games. But this one, there wasn't too much racing. There was a lot of hand management. And frankly, I really enjoyed the catch-up mechanic, right? My least favorite part about racing games in particular and any game in general is when you just sit there and watch the leader get farther and farther away and there's nothing you can do. And at least in other games, you can, you know, like build your base or accrue resources or pursue your own thing, right? But in a racing game, the only thing you get to do is just watch as every turn, they just kind of like continue showing how far ahead of you they are um which i don't particularly enjoy um but in heat there's actually two different catch-up mechanics 
that really influence how you interact with the other cars on the track. It's actually the only way you really interact with the other cars on the track, uh, which I found refreshing. Um, it's definitely not one that I'd, you know, pull off the shelf first, but I would for sure play it again. Uh, so with that in mind, I have to give this a, a like a solid seven. This is this is good. And from Sam for a race game, that's a solid. That's a solid endorsement that's because a, this is not a, in your wheelhouse. I, I got to ask you though. So, in your experience, if we were to say ask you what your top three racing games were like if we're like sam go pick a racing game right now which racing game do you think would be winner circle what was the one where you had a whole team of cars thunder, thunder alley. alley thunder alley probably thunder alley okay i and enjoyed then, thunder alley and then this one this close after probably that. up there yeah okay. yeah and thunder alley is hand management i remember as well. there's there's one you guys like to play where the only fun bit for me is halfway through the first lap uh, I'm so far behind, I get to try and T-bone whichever sucker is in front of me, and then I walk away from the table. And I think I've done that the last three or four times you've convinced me to play. So and That's why we don't play Bolide with Sam anymore. Yeah. Sorry. We need to play Russian Crush with Sam. Because then, you, then you're allowed to play Because he can them. actually T-bone yes. somebody. We just need to play Russian Crush. That's a good game. Maybe we'll put that on the list, too. So, so, so heat is a mixed bag for me. I, I, there, there's a good game here, and I'm going to be honest with you. One of the things I mentioned a couple times while we were playing is not only is there a good game here, but I think there are all the components for people to really get creative and turn this into some different games as well. There's a whole bunch of advanced rules cards that you could, you could, you could build your deck. You could, you, you, as it stands now, it's draft, and you don't pull a whole lot of cards when you look at the advanced rules. But people could play around with that. They can make a change. And of course, with any game like this, that's like a racing game. There's a basic fundamental running gear to it and then you can change things as you see uh, as you see fit so I, I i'm going to disagree on the catch-up mechanic as being important because i just don't think the game doesn't last long enough for it to be that big a deal and the fact that somebody has done exceptionally well it probably means they've burned up their four and five cards in order to do that which means yours are still in your hand or still in your deck and his not. So you got a shot at catching up just because of that anyway. But but in a game that's this short, I don't think it's important. It's it's not a deal breaker for me. But I just I just don't think that that one in particular. I'm okay with the slipstream because it just makes a lot more sense. Yeah, and the adrenaline one is a little mismatched. It, it just looks the, oddly placed. The slipstream one makes more sense to me. And I'm okay with it because on any given turn up to N minus one of the people can do slipstreaming. Mm-hmm. So the only person mm-hmm. that couldn't potentially do a slipstream is the first place person. Well, unless they're lapping right. somebody. <laughs> You're never going to lap somebody in this game. So to me, it's not really a catch-up mechanic. It's more of a just kind of bonus movement that everyone but the, the first player gets. Yeah, I suppose. So, I mean, fun. you know, little, so, little column A, little column B, but I don't, I don't have as big a problem I will with say, it. I think I would enjoy this more with the advanced rules i'm a sucker for advanced oh, rules. I, I, yeah i agree with that we'll too. definitely revisit this with the yeah. advanced rules so um do we get a number from chris because he's still on the track we still didn't get a number from john i got a pile of <laughs> i haven't oh, gotten to yet my I was, apologies. That was somebody just my start a stopwatch okay so the first thing i'm going to say is it is worth getting yourself 
through the rule book and through the iconography in order to play this game. Because you're going to look at it and you're going to say, oh, where'd this come from? And I got to figure that all out. And, and we are seasoned gamers. We've got like 60 or 80 years of long-haired board games total experience. I can I can feel the salt coming off of John. Well, it's, I'm, I'm just saying. And 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 from what I can tell, the publishers are aware of that. Licking? And they're making changes. <laughs> so and, 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 and that's fine. I th- so, so I think that problem is going to work itself out. And like I said, it is worth getting through it because there's good game here now i'm not a big hand management kind of guy for something like a racing game because as far as i'm concerned you should be thrown dice somewhere all right this game has cards that let you throw dice they're not real dice but you get to throw a card down that says i'm gonna take the next card off my deck that moves me and please oh please oh please don't let it be a four because (laughs) i need a small number i need to move a little not a lot and i'm willing to take that risk and that is a catch-up mechanic that i'm a lot more comfortable with where you take risk and you get what you get and there is a a negative pressure that maybe you don't want to do that and similarly we've talked about in previous games where when you're out in the lead you can afford to be more conservative you can afford to play a little more safely as long as you don't do it too much because it gives people too much of a chance to catch up. If you're behind, you can exchange extra risk mm-hmm. in order to get extra bonus. And I, I'm more comfortable with that sort of catch-up. And this game has that and and does it very nicely with a set of cards because cards usually don't allow that. They figured out a nice way to ease that in. It's not complicated, but there's certainly risk involved, and it can end up giving you a real big boost mm-hmm. um, the, the way the game is laid out. So I'm fine as far as that is concerned. Yeah, the those are focus cards, uh, the stress cards. Stress, stress cards. cards are called. So yeah, the stress cards were an interesting, were an interesting mechanic. I do agree. Yes, that was that was a good like mix of luck into. The yeah, game. it was yeah. nice. Yeah, and I'm 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 kind of curious to call them stress cards. I might have just called them push your luck cards, but that's okay because yeah. that's what you're doing. You're I mean, pushing your luck. Yeah, focus makes more sense, right? Like I think focus makes no, more no, sense. No, no. The too. idea yeah. is you're sh- there's the idea is your your driver is stressed, and so you don't have perfect control over how fast the car is moving, right? Um, That's why when you spin out, you gain more stress. Uh, it's a fine name. And, and yeah, and I guess because they junk your hand up because you can't discard those cards. Yeah. You have to play them to get you rid of them. You have to play them. I mean, you know, it's, it's fine. Know. It's it, fine. It's nomenclature. It just is a name that... May or may not make sense. I don't know. I can't think of yeah, a better it, name, it, it honestly. It makes no sense to me, but I suppose everybody comes to it from a different perspective, and, that, and that's fine, too. Anyway, we interrupted. But, Continue. But, but I, I, th- I think there's a good game here. I think it's neat that there's an opportunity to make more good game here. Uh, they could certainly release some more maps, but I think people out there in the world playing this, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing it right now, are saying, hey, how about... Everybody gets to draft five cards and we play that way or, 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 you know, whatever, mm-hmm. find ways to kind of take this as like a kit to create the racing game that you really want or build a map that you're a little more interested in and that kind of thing. So I think, I think that I, from that perspective, I think it's, it's, it's a nice game. Um, I'm going to give it a strong seven in spite of the thing. I fact that I think it's got a pretty solid entry barrier, push yourself through that barrier. And if you are not an experienced gamer, you have to do some pushing. If you are an experienced gamer, you're going to look at it and you're going to kind of drum your fingers and go, mm, yeah, you'll roll your eyes. But that's all right. Um, right now, it's a little hard to get, but the new version is coming out, or a new, uh, new printing is coming out pretty soon. Um, so keep an eye out. Don't pay a crazy amount of money. Don't get a copy that's written in German 
wait for the, whatever your language is wait for the copy it's coming it's days of wonder it's 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 uh um, um i'm just drawing a blank on days of wonder's parent company name Asmodee. Asmodee, who, who, of course, publishes everything. You, this is not a Kickstarter that's going to be hard to find. Give it a couple of weeks, you're going to be able to get a copy of this game. And I think it's a solid purchase. If you can get it from a discount house, that's great. If not, yeah, I think it's worth a shot and pay the full price. I mean, this is the company that has sold 5 million copies of Ticket to Ride. Yeah. So they're they're printing this game on Ticket to Ride money, yep. which, which <laughs> right, essentially exactly. means it's going to be in... in infinite supply yep it just needs time yep yep if there is a demand there will be a supply yep just be patient make sure you get it all right speaking of being patient chris? i think chris may have finally crossed the finish line i don't know the lights are out i can't really tell so he gets a chance to speak can you, well, how can you do honk you, your horn for us let us know where you're at how do you feel about this game chris well i think it's kind of interesting this is the first game where it was the first game for all of us and yeah, I, and I think some. I mean, of, John had played it a couple times. So, yeah. but he said solo. It was yeah. totally different because we were and, solo and games. And don't have, count. Yeah, yeah, Sam and I have extensively re- read through the rules, so we were. So really I was the only one that had no idea. What All right, was full going disclosure: on going I listened to a guy talk about the rules on YouTube on the way here. Okay, so I've read the rules, <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's interesting. We had never played this game before, and some of our playing styles did come out, and it worked really well for you, and. You did well as as well. It's like cause I took the first turn and I didn't take any heat. I'm trying to avoid it. And like Steven's saying, he's using it as a resource. Yeah, you that makes use a lot of sense. I told you at the but first it, turn, if my car's not on fire going over the finish line, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Right. So with that, I mean, I just I found it interesting that like John keeps on saying, there is more of a game to this than what we saw came out tonight. Yeah, tonight was just kind of like a trial run, learn everything. I mean, halfway through the after we finish one lap, Steven goes, hey, the guy in the back gets to drop an extra heat with the adrenaline for rush for yeah. free. And, and that's like, not what oh. I said. I was like, wait, what, is what this, does what this, is this symbol, symbol mean? mean? What does why this symbol this, mean? Why is this set of symbols together? What does this mean? So, yeah. and so I, know, put it, I, I mean, I put this as a good racing game that we can learn mm-hmm. more and we'll become more familiar. Hopefully it doesn't come like Imperial Settlers or some of the games where we – um, what was the one with the iconic? It looked like a t- tarot board or whatever. The tarot cards. Illimat. Illimat, where we kind of figure out the game behind <laughs> right, that one, yeah. and uh, we kind of yeah. ruin the it. It's kind of like yeah. I'm moving two spaces. You know? <laughs> it's like I can see that kind of our, us jockeying around, mm-hmm. but that's a fun in-game part of it as well. So there's a lot of different aspects, I think, and I think I am excited to play the more advanced rules of it. So if you were to ask me my rating of it, it's it's kind of hard because I'm a person I like to play a game a couple times before yeah, I... we've waded into our ankles and, and not a whole lot further. Yeah. So, I mean, I give it a flat seven just okay. because my car has four flat tires, but <laughs> <laughs> they're melting. They melted because my engine exploded. Um, but it was one thing I, I, I... There is a catch-up mechanic, but once you spin out, that kind of... You need that catch-up mechanic, which I didn't get until, like, the last turn. Right. You kind of followed me through. You mm-hmm. took me over at the end. Yep. And you had dumped all your heat. You got that extra move. Yep. And it worked out really yep. well for you. And then I'm still, you know, when we open up the box again, I'll push my car across the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So that was heat. Looking forward to trying it again with some of the advanced rules. I think so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Well, the other part of it is the iconog- the iconography. Iconography? Iconography, thank you. The hieroglyphics. Miss- Mississippi education again. Yes. 
deck buildy and kind of hand manage it managementy managementy ish yeah. is that what we're going to go with there is a hand management element 